Hey, welcome back to another Get Geekish podcast. Thanks for joining us again this week. Howdy, Derek. How are you? I'm well. I was a little disappointed. I thought you were just going to like, I have the power right into it. I, I, <laughs> I wanted to. I've, I, ever since I was like four, I always wanted to hold something up and go, I have the power. I mean, you have tons of times. I guarantee it. I know, but not on video. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't guessed, we are talking about He-Man and the Masters of the Universe this week. Why? Well, because uh, if you've been anywhere near a uh, computer or social media in the last few weeks, you've probably seen ads, promotions, or people sharing the uh, trailer for the new Netflix series that comes out at the end of July for Masters of the Universe. It's got a, a great trailer that uses some sweet 80s music that really mm -hmm. gets jam on for it. Uh, very nostalgic feel to it. And I saw somewhere on Twitter, I, I wish I could have found it because I, I want to say I made this up, but I didn't. But somebody tweeted to Kevin Smith about it and they were like, thank you for doing this because watching your trailer just made me believe in what I remember He-Man as being, even though the original show wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> and we've, we've talked about that too, the whole nostalgia factor where we've... You know, we've grew up something. We're like, oh, this holds a special place in our heart. And we go back and we watch it. We're like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't very good. <laughs> I mean, you know, you look at the G.I. Joe cartoon, you look at He-Man, you look at Thundercats and, and even some G1 Transformers. You're like, hmm. Um, but that nostalgia factor there. And I think that's one thing that these animation studios or reboots or whatever, or they're they're now getting people in charge who grew up with this stuff. So that's why, and it's targeted. I mean, yeah, you know, it's targeted at a new audience, but let's be honest. It's targeted at us. Yeah, it is. Hands down, right, 100%. Right in, right in the crosshairs. <laughs> you know, and that's what they, you know, what they did with Voltron is they still targeted it towards a newer audience, but they kept, you know, the animation was different, but they kept it similar enough. Um, you watch the Thundercats, right? Mm-hmm. The, the reboot of it? I actually haven't seen the new... Well, are we talking about like the Adventure Time-looking Thundercats? No, no, no. Okay. The, the other one that they did. Yeah, that that one was decent, but the one where they cha completely changed the animation and made it like a preschool show makes yeah. me want to vomit a little bit. And then you watched She-Ra. Yeah, the new She-Ra. That one they changed drastically, but I like it a lot. Again, it's, and that's the thing is they're targeting... And, you know, the Ninja Turtles has been through... I don't even know how many reboots. I refuse to watch the new one where they look all blocky. Um, but I don't know. And then you, what now when we walk down the toy store at, or the toy aisle in Target, I just saw they have the real Ghostbusters in like the original packaging. Mm -hmm. They have the Ninja Turtles in the original packaging. You know, mm -hmm. the whole 80s, early 90s stuff. Where the they have the Transformers in the original packaging. Mm -hmm. They've got G.I. Joe's original packaging. <laughs> so, you know, they're doing it right. And when I watched this trailer for He-Man, like you said, it's, it, it just, it got you right in the nostalgia button. Mm -hmm. So... And I'm honestly excited for it because, we'll, we'll be honest, to go through, like, I'm excited for this because... Um, where this threw up from from Kevin Smith. He said that this show is actually set up to be the next episode in the legacy that is He-Man, basically. He said they're continuing on the actual story and mythology of characters, and they're revisiting some and answering some of the storylines that were unresolved from the side things happened. So they actually based this new series off of the old one's plot and decided to just expand and make that bigger and, you know, make the, make the characters a little more, I don't know, relatable. Because uh, to me, that was one of He-Man's always... Big problems. I mean, the, the name, He-Man. 
but what? <laughs> and, 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 I mean, Masters of the Universe is all right. I got that. But 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 He Man is an awful awful name. Shira is only slightly better. But you go through some of the other you know the big name characters in it. You Prince Adam, and you got Cringer slash Battle Cat, Man at Arms, it's Beast Man, Orko. Oh, here, here's a clever one. Evil Lynn. You know, she's not Evelyn. She's Evil Lynn. <laughs> yeah, I got well, that. Like, you got to... I, I think, like, with He-Man, it was just a ploy to sell toys, kind of like Transformers was. But they just use the stupidest names. Because I've even seen, like... You know, there's Funko Pops of the original 80s ones, like Mos- Mosquito or whatever it is. Where uh-huh. he looks like a little mosquito. I'm like, come on, guys. That's that's the name. Yeah, there's there's Merman. Man E faces the sorceress buzz off. Like yeah, it's it, it makes it easy to know what they are, but it, it seemed like it was some very lazy character design back in the day. It's like they took what G.I. Joe did with trying to be creative to what their profession is and went, Hey, this guy looks like a mosquito. What do you you got a name for him? <laughs> mosquito. Tour, yeah. All right, I'm going, to, I'm going to. I'm going to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, the, you look at the previews, and you, uh, after I saw the trailer, because I heard they were redoing He Man, and I was kind of with bated breath. I'm like, oh, this, this, this could get ugly real quick. But then that trailer came out, and I watched it like four times in a row, and then I went instantly to go to search a bunch of pictures, and like, I'm looking at one right now that is just from the artwork from the show that has Orko and Tila and Evelyn in a picture. They look awesome. Like, <laughs> I wish this this is what the characters were like in my head as a kid. But when I go back and watch it, it they're nothing like that as a kid. But they're I, I'm, I, I'm more excited about this than I feel like I should be. Well, that too. You look at the animation has come a long way. They don't have to use cells anymore. They don't have to reuse background. I mean, because, you know, that was the thing as animation in the 80s and sometimes in the early 90s was. It was okay, but it got lazy at times when they had to reuse scenes and, you know, just rework some characters and draw them. So, I mean, we've we've all seen it with Transformers where, you know, you're watching it and you're like, why is he this color? Eh, that's not his color. Oh, that's that's not Starscream. Who is that? Yeah, they just and missed they, it up. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, that's what kind of gets me excited is they have a uh, got dog hair flying all over me. They got uh, the they got the animation, you know, they've, they've got the computers to help it now where they can still make it look retro nostalgic, but it's going to, I think it's going to flow a lot better. Plus you got it's, Mark, it's, it's, it's got the new hotness, right? You got Mark <laughs> Hamill as Skeletor, which I just hope he doesn't go too Joker with it. Yeah. Cause that, 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 that we, we talked about that on Facebook with somebody that I think it was Joseph had brought up that he's like, well, I don't know about Mark Hamill's acting for this part. And, it could go either way. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what he does with it, but if it sounds too much like another character, like Joker, it might be a little bit of a letdown. But well, that's the thing too. Is like we didn't really get to hear a lot because it's it's just that you know '80s music synth pop up. Let's get this trailer going, type of thing. So and you hear just like a little bit of Mark Hamill. Like, I mean, if I close my eyes, that could be the Joker. So mm-hmm. and have you have you seen the cast, the other voice member cast they have? Uh-uh. It, it, so Chris Woods, He Man. Lena Headley's Evil Lynn, oh, really? Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller is Tila, Alicia Silverstone is Queen Marlena. Okay. Uh, Justin mm-hmm. Long is Roboto. Jason Muse is Stinkor. You know the skunk one. 
Liam Cunningham is Man at Arms. Uh, Diedrich Bader is Trapjaw. What? And Triclops is voiced, voiced by none other than Henry Rollins. It makes sense. The lead singer of Black Flag is voicing a cartoon for me in my 40s. Life is good. (laughs) I was going to say, he's done. He's done other stuff like that. Who's who's Battle Cat? Uh, Let's see if it has this list on here. Cringer is Steven Root. Uh, I don't know if they listed a different name for Battle Cat on this list I'm seeing yet. I was just wondering if it was either... uh, Bradley D. Baker, or D. Bradley Baker, whatever his name is, and or Frank Welker, because I mean, let's see if this IMDb site has any more information as far as that goes. Do 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 do. Man, there's a lot of people in here. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's the thing too. Is like you know, for the nostalgia thing too. Is like <laughs> these actors kind of grew up with the cartoon. They're just like, hey, uh, we're rebooting this. Do you want to be part of it? Uh, yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> whatever the question is, yes, yes, that's the answer. So does this mean that since they're doing the animation, they're no longer doing the live action movie or is that still in works? Because remember, they were rebooting the movie Masters of the Universe. I think there's a possibility for it, but I I think they'll be hard pressed to do a live action if the animation's done right. Or maybe because are they going to piggyback off of it? That's possible. I'll have to look at I, I honestly have not thought about that part since I'll have to though but that, that does transition nicely into a little bit of nostalgia of the original Masters of the Universe movie Ugh, with Dolph Lundgren <laughs> anyone that was alive in the what, what year did that come kind of out 86 something like that 89 somewhere around there 80, it had, August 7th 1987 it had like nothing to do with the show other than the name because all of a sudden he got thrown into the real world he was no longer in Eternia and that was that was just that was a weird weird movie but it, it was an early appearance of Courtney Cox oh yeah <laughs> huh but yeah the, the the plot of the movie I the I equate the plot of Masters of the Universe it was like the baby that spawned that horrible decision to do what they did to the Super Mario Brothers movie of let's take these animated spectacles and, oh, we'll make it like they're coming into the real world so we can really connect with our kids and audiences at home. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. All they had to do was keep it, the source material, close to home of the show. That's it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're watching a Mario Brothers movie. We don't need... And the, the, the thing with the Mario Brothers movie, too, is they kind of piggybacked off what the cartoon did and then the other cartoon that went along with it. So you had the Mario Brothers Super Show or whatever that was like, oh, yeah, let's these guys were born in New York. Let's throw them right into this Mushroom Kingdom type of thing. And that's what the movie did. And, that you know, if you haven't seen Masters of the Universe, the only thing that's really He-Man related in it is the names. Yeah. Like they spent do they even spend time in Eternia? or it's like what five ten minutes and then all of a sudden they go to the real world if that i think like the openings i have to watch it i think it's like the the very beginning there in the castle when they cast a spell or something like that and then that's pretty much it, it and, and, the, and the character design like Dolph lundgren didn't look like he man he looked like an extra on a conan the barbarian set <laughs> and skeletor looked like a guy in a skull face makeup yeah, like it was. I mean, at least that was like the closest thing, but the, and they didn't have really any of the characters that you loved from the show. I don't know. It's just it's not a good movie. And I remember what like 
what was it a year ago whatever when they announced that they were working on the live action one because i think we talked about it in a previous podcast but mm. and now they're now the reboot doing the cartoon so i'm like does that does that mean they're gonna put that movie in the back burner or is it still gonna i don't know and believe it or not how poorly the original masters of the universe movie did because it was capitalizing, it was like the height of the popular, the the toy series being popular, the toy line being popular, that it was actually the highest grossing film of the weekend in North America that weekend. So it was still the number one movie, earned almost $5 million back in 87, but then it completely, completely destroyed itself. I, I remember being let down. Like, it's it's tough to let down a seven-year-old that much. You go see it like, oh, we're gonna see Masters of the Universe. Wow, that was bad. <laughs> the thing is, too, is you, you say it did five million dollars and it had, you know, it was the number one movie for the weekend. Yeah. Not great accomplishments anymore. <laughs> no. You can have a, a B movie that opens in ten percent of theaters, it'll make more money than that nowadays. But <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they are I mean, following the same path of they are going with the toys. And I think the whole pandemic thing pushed the toys so they're out a little bit earlier than they meant them to be. But like I said, you can go to a Walmart, Target, and there's whole racks of Master of the Universe toys. And they're pretty legit looking toys. They they look like even the not not just the rehashes where they took the exact replicas and put them out, but the, the new versions of them mm-hmm. look like pretty, pretty nice little toys. If I was um, action figure playing age, I would want to open the boxes. <laughs> I like how you clarify. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, if I was actual figure age, I'd buy them. I was like, okay, I know that's not true. Well, that's the thing, too, is I think, I mean, toy quality has gotten better since the 80s, too. So, Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times I got a Ninja Turtle or a He-Man toy that its eye was painted on a little weird and... <laughs> yeah, or not painted on at all. That's true. <laughs> it comes with the wrong set of accessories or... Yep. You're like, oh. why does Skeletor have a blow dryer and a hairbrush? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a special edition right there. <laughs> and I, I, I just hope, like, it, it looks like from the previews that they will hopefully fix some of Prince Adam and He Man's like character flaws because they, in the cartoon, for being the main character, they really never developed him at all. It was like the copy and paste of its bumbling, doofy Prince Adam that, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know, and then falls over, breaks me, and then suddenly beefs up, saves the day, and lists the big hero, and then goes back and gets his little, you know, bob haircut and pink shirt. They developed him every episode, man. All he had to do was say, I have the power, and boom, he's developed. (laughs) Take that as you will. (laughs) I just, um, my hope is that it's not too much of a nostalgia trip. Where it's not good. You know, we've we've seen that happen where they're just banking on the nostalgia and not a lot more thought goes into it. And it's just like, hey, you remember this? Check it out now. And you're like, hmm. That, that's where I have high hopes when it is with Kevin Smith being the creator for it. Yeah. He's not bringing back Masters of the Universe as a quick money grab to rug pull all the fans and walk away. He's... Uh, he at least what I read, it seems like he's very excited and this is kind of near and dear to his heart and wants to be a good project. He wants to make something for people to enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
which I'm sure he probably gets in some fights with some marketing executives about a few things here and there, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure like everything that he does, right? <laughs> just got to keep it close to the heart. I also wonder if this is going to spawn a whole lot of, uh, with cons coming back, if there's suddenly going to be a whole lot of Masters of the Universe cosplay showing up. Because there's only a, f there's only a handful of female characters, but most of the male characters are going to have to be, uh, you know, figuring out how to make those body suits with extra muscles look real good. <laughs> so... The new He-Man movie was supposed to come out March 5th, 2021. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen. This was announced in 2019, so I have no idea what's going on with it anymore. Oh, it loses if its I, release date as of January 27, 2020. Yeah, I have a feeling it kind of got pushed to the back burner. I, I think that's why this Kevin Smith one kind of got pushed to now, because I think they kind of just said, yeah, let's hold off on it and... As of April 29th, 2021, Noah Centineo, who is going to be playing He-Man, said he backed out. He, exit, he exited the movie. This is according to Collider. Hmm. Um, so apparently that role is back on the market. So I wonder if this movie is just one of those ones that's going to get stuck in movie limbo. And then, you know, five years down the road, they just rush it into production and it comes out. And you're like, ooh, <laughs> you should have sat on this. You're gonna you're gonna do this whole He-Man thing completely full circle, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's what Sony's thinking right now. Maybe that's why. I mean, one, the pandemic probably pushed things back for the movie. That's why it's not released. Um, you know, because they announced it in 2019 and it was supposed to come out a couple months ago. So that would give them that would have given them a year or so to do production and whatnot. But you know, the pandemic happened, and then now as of April which was a month after when the movie was supposed to come out, the main character or the main actor backed out of the show. So maybe Sony's just like, all right, let's take a step back. Let's recollect ourselves. Let's see how well the show gets received and let's go from there. And I, I am with you. I I'm tired of these quote unquote fantasy ones coming into the real world. You mm -hmm. know, just leave it in Eternia. We've had enough of those. We don't need it to be brought in the real world. We, I mean, we get it. It's a movie. Let us enjoy it in the setting that it's supposed to be in. <laughs> I guess it's more expensive to do that, maybe. But can you imagine if Lord of the Rings was brought to New York modern day? <laughs> like <laughs> Lord of the Rings 10. Gandalf goes to New York. <laughs> Frodo's big day out. <laughs> You shall not pass. Get out of the way, you bum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just keep it in Eternia. And if they <laughs> ever decide to reboot the Mario Brothers movie, keep it in the Mushroom Kingdom. I mean, there's a lot. And don't make the Nut Mushroom Kingdom some scuzzy version of New York. Like, I think I that feel, was another I feel, I feel, that I feel like I need a shirt that says keep it in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> Get your ge geekish merch with your shirt that says "Keep it in the Mushroom Kingdom." Okay, we need to make that happen. One of my favorite parts of it, if you go through the the Wikipedia page for Masters of the Universe, it goes through everything they've ever done, which every series, every comic, every show, blah blah blah. Well, my favorite part is it lists all the comics, the toys, the animation things, and you scroll down there, and it gets to 
the live action Masters of the Universe film in 1987, and then the new Adventures of He Man from 1990 to 1991, and then hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> from ni- from 1992 to 2001. The new adventures of He-Man and the live action were so bad that it took the entire franchise that they just completely axed everything for a decade. I don't know if I remember the, the 91, the one in the 90s. Uh, let's see, your new adventures. Uh, let me pull that up here. Did you watch that one? I honestly don't think I did. No, I sure didn't, but I remember seeing an ad for it. Because, <laughs> yeah, um... They they ended the original Masters product line. They made a second series, and it was a short-lived attempt to revive the storyline. It's radically different from the original fantasy-oriented He-Man to almost purely sci-fi setting that sees He-Man transported to a futuristic planet of Primus. He-Man, now a little bit more slim and slender with a ponytail, leads the heroic galactic guardians while Skeletor, also with a completely new look, bases himself in the mutant world of Denebra, forming an alliance with Flog and some evil mutants that want to conquer Primus for themselves. And the series contains continuity links to the original Master of the Universe was intended to continue the methodology. So they literally put He-Man into the future in space for one season. That'll kill a series real quick. If done wrong, yeah. And it sounds like they did it wrong. <laughs> no, I, I will message you the picture they use for the promo thing and you will understand completely and instantaneously that it was done very very wrong and we'll put a, we'll put a link to it in the blog as well so if you're following along i want to see this what in the hell <laughs> yeah i never ladies watched and, that ladies and gentlemen and everything in between your proof right there <laughs> why does skeleton skeleton looks like a corpse not a skeleton to me, Skeletor in that picture, Skeletor looks like the uh, the youngest of the gargoyles grown up and gone bad. With like a is that a hood or a Princess Leia haircut? I can't tell. I think it's I, it looks like it's an aviator hat or something. And then He Man's holding a keyblade. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And he's got a wicked ponytail and some blue tights. What? I, yeah, I don't. I don't remember that at all. And see, he, one more reason to be excited for the actual new He-Man that's coming out in the end of July. That's what Skeletor looks like. It looks like his lip is like. Yeah. <laughs> so who who is your favorite He-Man? When this, which one of your He-Man characters is your favorite? I keep saying He-Man. It's Masters Universe because She-Ra was her own thing, and I know that she has a probably even bigger following than he-man does because she was pretty awesome too i was gonna say let's let's be honest she-ra was a better show it was it had a little bit more development to it that he is Man, true i think was just they were like oh boys don't care let's just throw some action in there they don't care about story i'm sitting here i'm like but i do <laughs> out of the way nerd <laughs> um i'm pretty sure i had a battle cat action figure so that'd probably be one of my favorites mm-hmm. um with with I mean, Battle Cat was great. And for some reason, I'm pretty sure I had a uh, Man at Arms Mm -hmm. action figure. And I don't know why. I don't know if that was given to me or what. And I'm pretty sure those were the only two that I had. I think I may have gotten like a Skeletor from a garage sale once. And I could have gotten a Castle Grayskull. But my parents told me no. Um, (laughs) Which, you know, dang it. But... 
Yeah, I, I liked He-Man, but I didn't have many of the toys. One of my friends down the street had a whole bunch of them. He had the full Castle Grayskull and the Bad Guy Castle. But mm-hmm. one of the only He-Man figures I got, I remember winning at, I think, my older sister's school carnival. And I had Fisto, complete with his twist and punch action. Yes, I had Fisto. Hmm. Keep it in the Mushroom Kingdom, man. <laughs> Don't tell that to Fisto. Well, I think that's the thing is like I, I remember the show. I remember watching it, but you're I didn't have the toys. I had Ghostbuster toys. I remember that, and I had Ninja Turtles, um, the few that I did have. But it, with yeah, with He Man, I'm pretty sure I had the Man at Arms, Man at oh, Man at Arms, and Battle Cat for whatever reason, and that was mm. it. Yeah, my friend for sure had Stratos and Ram Man, and the bu- the Buzz Off, the Bumblebee one you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Was there was there one that kind of looked like the Juggernaut? Yeah, that like was Ram, that was Ram Man. He was okay, a good maybe guy. I, maybe I had that one too. Because he was a little short, and you could crunch him down, and then he had springs yep. in his legs to yep. pop up. Yep. 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 I had that one. Okay. Yep. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for that. I was sitting there like, was that Juggernaut or was that? <laughs> <laughs> they they all looked a little the same in those toys. They didn't have the molds quite as good as they do. Right. But uh, we'll we'll wrap that up for this week because I'm sure now you're just dripping with nostalgia and want to go look up some Masters of the Universe trailers for yourself. What what are you looking at me like that for? Dripping with nostalgia. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let us know. Uh, Hit us up (laughs) at social social media at GetGeekish. Let us know what your favorite Masters of the Universe character is and why for bonus points. And uh, we'll talk at you next week. (laughs) We have the power. Nice. (laughs) Keep it in the Mushroom Kingdom. It would.